0: Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur, a lifestyle coach, and a content creator for my brand, LaRue. And if you're here today, it's because you're ready to elevate your lifestyle, live more intentionally, and achieve your dreams. And you found just the right place to do so. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so thrilled to have you here with me today, and I'm very excited as per usual for today's conversation because I feel like I'm ready to get really candid with you guys and kind of reinvent once again what it means to be intentional and to live intentionally because, as always, this is a conversation and a lifestyle or a concept that's always evolving. And recently, I think I've hit a new wall with what it means to live and be intentional, And I'm really excited to share that with you guys because it's sort of involved a little bit of a death and rebirth in my life, which is in itself a death and rebirth for the brand and what I practice and preach to you guys. And, you know, I've said this several times before, it's always my purpose and my intention to be very open and honest and transparent on this podcast with you guys. And I'll say that the last week or so, two weeks, actually, honestly, maybe if I'm being really honest, (laughs) since moving here, I've had some difficulty with some things just because a lot has been going on. Um, so my grandfather passed away. Um, oh, I, oh my gosh, it's already been a month, a month ago now. So I was in Wisconsin for a week, you know, being there for my mom and helping, um, with the service and stuff. And then I flew back for a day for the service and my mom's just been in a really difficult time. And then I went home To Florida because it was the anniversary of my brother's death. So I wanted to be with my family. And I've just had so much going on that I'll say the catalyst for this new rebirth has been so much has happened in the last two months of my life. I moved here, then my grandfather passed away. So then I was traveling a lot. And then I went home to Florida for the anniversary of my brother's death. And in between that was his birthday. And Just a lot's been happening and it's made me sort of contemplate even more deeply what it's meant for me to be intentional because having the two intersect being that I moved and achieved a huge dream of mine at the same time, a lot of just metaphorical and physical death was happening in my life. It really brought me to a new realization and made me sort of hit a wall in kind of contemplating okay what are my goals what do i want to be who do i want to be and how can i restructure and sort of reimagine my life to help you guys do the same so anyways it's been a lot for me and i think that something that i've realized and i've i've said this before but even more so realizing it now is truly how much I do thrive on having a solid and set structure. And since getting here, and I I even did a whole podcast on this, I've realized that my routine wasn't working for me anymore. And I really, I think a part of this realization of what it means now to be intentional is realizing that it's not just about solid habits in the sense of, let me wake up at this time. Let me work out at this time. Let me work out these days a week. Let me read for 15 minutes a day or whatever it is, whatever my habits are. I've also been realizing that to do what I want to do and to get more in touch with intentionality, I've really been wanting to incorporate a lot more spirituality into that routine. I've never, (laughs) I've never been a really go with the flow type of person. I've, I'm a Virgo, so I thrive on structure and schedules and to-do lists and knowing and breaking down everything. I very much so thrive on perfectionality and things being perfect before I show them to people or do them or launch something or whatever. And I've been realizing this last month and a half has been forcing me, honestly, to realize that striving for perfection is often a way that allows me to cope with my overthinking. And allows me to stay comfortable in way of putting things off until I think they're perfect. When in reality, nothing will ever be perfect. I just have to simply leap, which we've talked about before. So I'm already realizing that this is a lot of a stream of consciousness. And um, is my, this, this podcast might get a bit chaotic. I ho- I'm hoping it is already making sense. But I think that this last two months with achieving something so great, and then going through a series of different deaths, the physical death of my grandfather, the anniversary death of my brother, and then this sort of death and rebirth that I'm going through on my own. It's made me realize how much intentionality means ebbing and flowing with life. I've always said that being intentional and living intentionally is this constant evolution of who you are. And I, I've always recognized that I've always believed that. And I've always preached that there is always going to be more room for growth because this idea of perfection is just that it's an idea. It's not something we can ever work towards. Nothing will ever be perfect. And so I think instead of not even just understanding that, but embracing that has allowed me to realize where I can grow and where the business can grow more intentionally. I was kind of going through this really rough phase, and it definitely started two weeks ago because I was home uh, with my parents, you know, just kind of being together as we remembered my brother. And it's definitely gotten to be more of a celebration of his life rather than the anniversary of his death. But once I got back, I ended up getting sick. Um and when I get sick, I have a tendency to be really really hard on myself and be really mean with myself because I have such a difficult time with resting and with relaxing because I just associate those things with being lazy. And it's really ironic that I say that too because just as I was getting sick, I had my first day of okay, I know I'm getting sick, I have to rest or it's just going to get worse. I had a coaching call with a client And I get on the call and she says to me, I got COVID, my kids got COVID, and I felt really guilty for not doing my habits and, you know, not working on my studies and etc. And I'm like, girlfriend, why are you feeling guilty? And I'm realizing that every single word that was coming out of my mouth during that coaching call was just as much for me as it was for her. Because I knew that not only was I not alone and feeling so guilty for, quote, thinking I'm being lazy, but of course, just resting because my body is actually going through a sick period, meaning I'm going through rejuvenation period. I was telling her, you know, we have to allow this time for rest because if we don't, we'll reach burnout by forcing ourselves to continue working. We'll reach burnout because we overwhelm ourselves and we don't allow time for rest which I think speaks to a sort of oxymoron for not being productive because the productive thing to do then is rest, which leads me to something that someone said to me, which kind of, I think, pushed me to really realize what was happening in my life. I was on Haley's Weekly Oracle reading. I had typed in the chat box, do you guys have any advice for not feeling guilty about rest because I've been so sick? And my friend Alyssa, all she typed were three words. Rest is productive. And honestly, it like was a slap in the face to me and it hit me like a ton of bricks because I had never, despite what I do and despite what I what I practice and what I consume each day to then preach and learn and then tell you guys, I had never, I think, told myself I might have in a variation of told this to other people and to clients, but I had never told myself. Hey, you're getting sick, you're overwhelmed, you're reaching burnout, rest might be the most productive thing for you right now. And (laughs) honestly, going into that night after that, I sort of had an existential crisis like, wow, rest is completely productive and it's the only thing I need and my body needs right now. And I think that's what's really pushed me into into these last few days of rebirth because it has prompted me... Between, you know, everything that's going on, literally this one sentence that Alyssa said to me, and then conversations I've been having with friends, it's really prompted me to realize where where I need to grow and where the business needs to grow so I can show up more authentically, so the business can be more authentic, and so that way the two combined my authenticity and my intentionality and the business's authenticity and intentionality is showing up. For you guys, my ideal clients, my listeners, my followers, people that I am looking to make an impact on and help change. I'll say that this was a very difficult realization to come to because as much as I preach that there's always room for growth, it's sometimes, and I'm getting very honest here, it's sometimes really hard to admit where you might be doing things wrong or where you might be doing yourself a disservice and realizing, hey... It might be time to change these things about myself or about whatever so that I can continue to grow. You know, I knew that coming here, it wasn't, it was just a step. It was a stepping stone. You know, this isn't, this isn't it for me. I have so many other big dreams that I want to achieve and some that are coming in the near future. So for me to kind of sit on my laurels and think, okay, I've achieved everything. Now I can just show up and it'll be great. I think was a little dishonest with myself. and it was it was me showing up inauthentically. So as I was going through this sort of existential crisis the last couple of days and realizing that it was time for some more major changes, I really wanted to sort of interweave and connect the business and myself even more. I wanted to allow this rebirth of mine, to let me rediscover once again what it means to live intentionally. And I was talking about this with my friend Fran, who I have met through Haley. I'm sure if you guys are followers of both of ours, you know exactly who Fran is. And she was really, to be quite frank, calling me out on a lot of my bullshit. (laughs) I'll say that I was having a really hard time with it at first. But then I realized, okay, if I'm going to if I'm going to preach to people and say that Growth is a continual process and it's an evolution of self. How can I recognize where I need to grow more? How can I be more honest with myself? When I started asking myself those questions, how literally, how can I live more intentionally? I was realizing that there is a really beautiful interconnectedness between how I grow and how the business grows in itself is that sort of overarching question of what I've created this entire brand to be, which I asked myself first and then has allowed me to ask in this business being, what does it mean to me to live intentionally? What does that mean? And I've realized that even more so now, that question, what does it mean to live intentionally or what does intentionally mean to this sort of objective you, I've realized that intentionality is completely subjective to every single person. What it means for you to live intentionally might mean something. In fact, I encourage it to mean something completely different to the person sitting or standing next to you or to me or to my friend or to my parents or to anyone. What it means to live intentionally should mean something different to everyone because we all have different goals we all have different values we all have different pasts and every single one of those things contributes to our personal definition of intentionality so now that we've gotten just about 15 minutes into this and i've i've sort of shared my stream of consciousness wow i can't speak I have sort of shared my stream of consciousness with you guys. (laughs) I think I'm ready to dive into the bulk of what I want this podcast to be, which is now that I've contemplated once again intentionality and sort of redefined it itself in my life and for the business, I would really like to implore you guys to do the exact same thing and define at its core what living intentionally means to you because this is incredibly incredibly important and you may not define it as intentional living you may define it as just oh this is what i do every day but that is your intention that is what your definition of intentionality means waking up and asking yourself this is this is the (laughs) this is the concept i came to realize Intentional living means, in its broadest sense to every single one of us, waking up and asking yourself, what will feel intentional today? What feels good for me today? Living intentional is a day-by-day process that allows space for growth. And as you grow and as you evolve and as you know, we go through these death and rebirth phases, the word intentionality will have or hold a different meaning, I think, almost every single day because life is not the same every single day. We're constantly going through things. We're constantly achieving new things. People are constantly coming in and out of our lives. The world is constantly evolving around us. And that is what allows intentionality to hold or carry a different weight each day. So, you know, in the general sense, will intentionality mean kind of the same thing each day. Probably, you know, you're, you're waking up, you're going through the motions of your day, you're completing your habits, you're going to work, you're doing your job, you know, you're spending time with friends, family, etc, whatever. But over time, obviously, we can see circumstances change. And in that, the lesson of intentionality changes. And I think that that is what can be a catalyst for such great change in our lives is, recognizing not just how the world around us is changing, but how we ourselves are evolving. You know, if you look back at the last 10 years of your life, or even a smaller scope of five years of your life, and write down a timeline of what did intentionality mean to me over these last five years, you know, you're going to recognize that the periods of your life in the periods of maturity have allowed that word to carry a different weight throughout you know, several points in our lives. As I've been contemplating all of this and realizing all of this, I've allowed myself sort of this creative space and this honest space to let me redefine what I think intentionality would mean for my clients and for you guys so I can show up with more information and allow more space for you guys to grow as well. So when I was contemplating this question, what does it mean to live intentionally? And thinking about it in a sense of, you know, I'm coming at it from a business point of view, so how can I help you live intentionally, not just what that sentence or question means for me? I sort of came up with this Venn diagram that I am honestly overjoyed with of what intentionality means. So it's an intersectional Venn diagram that collaborates on points of structure, mindset, and vision. And I really want to break these down for you guys because I I think I've reached a new stepping stone, a new tipping point on intentionality in a way that I might have not have viewed it in the past. Because I think I was so focused on taking exactly what worked for me and a giving it to you guys as advice rather than really really zooming out on the word intentionality and creating that safe space for you guys to come and learn about what it means in your own life so I'll take the broadest definition of it being this Venn diagram and then as we work together or even just as you consume the content you guys understand how intentionality shows up in your life what it means to be intentional so This Venn diagram, like I said, consists of structure, mindset, and vision, and I want to break each of these down for you guys in their own components and how they collaborate on each other to create this sort of hyperloop for success. So the Venn diagram starts with structure. Your structure is so, so much about what we've talked about in the past, being your habits, your daily routines, the things you do each day that just make you feel good, not the things you think you should be doing. And I've said this, I used this example somewhere else, but I love going to the gym and working out. But does working out for me mean running in the very simple sense? This is my example. Absolutely not. You will never in my life find me running unless I am running away from someone. <laughs> I do not run it is not my thing. So it's not the habits or routines or things I think I should be doing. It's the habits and routines that feel intentional and that's evolved for me very very much i've realized that so much of my intentional habitual daily acts are now rooted in who i am spiritually so manifesting practicing eft practicing meditations each day visualizing all of these really fundamental exercises that get me down into another core part of this venn diagram which is my vision but we'll get into vision in a minute. So I think something that is really important to highlight upon structure is that it's not just the habits and routines that you're completing, but it's the way these habits and routines serve as a long-term support and positive reinforcement for your vision. So what I mean by that is something very, very basic that we've talked about many times before is habit tracking. When you implement a new habit and you see the way it's shown positive reflection in your life, then that is the positive reinforcement I'm talking about to implementing a new habit or just getting better with your day to day. You know, so when I work with new clients and they say, these are the habits I want, part of the incoming client portion is a questionnaire that you get. And one of the questions that I ask in regards to habits is what are, you know, the top four habits you want to implement? And as we begin to do so, you know, I don't have someone go deep dive into, okay, your day has looked like this today, but tomorrow you're going to wake up at 6 a.m., go to the gym and you're going to make breakfast and shower and get ready. And then you're going to meditate and journal and blah, 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 blah. I don't ask you to do 10 things at once because I honestly just don't think that sets anyone up for success. Um, It takes a lot of willpower to implement so many habits at once. I myself haven't done that because I just don't think it's a healthy way to approach it. But anyways, getting off topic. So this positive reinforcement that you see is what kind of propels you to continue making positive changes in your life. And I think that starting with habits and that kind of structure aspect is really a great way because it's a lot less scary than deep diving into the really important things like mindset. And that's, again, something I stress to my clients is, As we get comfortable, you know, working on habits and more long-term goals, then I get to know you, you get comfortable with me, and that's when we can really deep dive into the mindset hacking work. And that involves EFT, visualizations, meditation exercises, really fun, interesting ways to get you out of your comfort zone and reprogram those limiting beliefs that we all know and love and have. So the second portion of that Venn diagram is, as such, mindset hacking this is obviously the most important piece of living intentionally because i think that in some ways you could argue and i i suppose i am arguing that if you do not work on your past programming or traumas or limiting beliefs or all of the above anything under that umbrella if you do not address those things in your life those metaphorical elephants in each of your rooms I think you are in some ways living in denial because you're creating and I'll say when I say you I've done this and I think this is pretty much recently the phase I've gotten out of. I think you are creating a facade or false narrative around the world you're living in because you're pretending that these things don't exist or didn't happen and they have no effect on who you are today, which is completely false and that's really what i was doing almost all throughout college you know not dealing with my brother's death was me pretending that oh hey life is great i live in new york city i'm going to college in new york city i have this great job i worked fashion week i have all these great internships and i'm going to this amazing school and getting this amazing education and i live in the best city in the world but also my brother died and it affects me in every single way i do but i wasn't willing to recognize that Or admit that to myself, so I was living in this fake, false world where I pretended everything was okay when it was not. So mindset hacking is obviously the most important work that you can do in your life. I think that clearing blocks, reprogramming, healing past traumas, all works towards this cumulative effort that is intentionality. Meaning you grow your confidence and your self-worth you grow into the highest version of yourself to exist, which then supports this notion of intentionality. You are living intentionally because you've curated this deep healing and inviting warm relationship with yourself that frankly so many people do not have because this idea of addressing past wounds and past traumas is terrifying, It, it truly is. And so often, so much of that is something we've repressed for so long that we, we sometimes can't even recognize that it's there anymore until you've been poked and prodded with the right questions and the right musings to understand, wow, this wound is so, so deep that it affects almost everything in my life. So I think that in the most basic sense, mindset hacking and the way I've done it in my own life Is again an evolutionary process because I think coming to New York slash New Jersey, I think getting up here, I thought I was, I don't know how to say this, I think I was a different version of myself already than I am now because I've realized things and new scarcities as I've been here in the last two months than. When I moved, I don't know if any of that just made sense, but we're gonna leave it in there anyway. I think that just mindset hacking and working on your mindset and reprogramming those limiting beliefs is the most important work you can do, and it's also most certainly going to be the hardest because facing your demons, facing yourself in the mirror, admitting things to yourself that you don't want to or aren't ready to admit. It takes a lot of courage. And I think that that's definitely a big part of this death and rebirth process that I've just gone through. Being that I knew things about myself that I wasn't willing to admit to myself because I didn't like those parts of me. And I was putting on this false narrative for myself that everything is okay and everything is going to be okay. Despite the fact that I wasn't evolving, that I wasn't changing. And when you put the two together, when you put mindset and structure together, you get this beautiful, enlightened action, which is kind of where I'm at now. I have reimagined my daily routine again. I think something that I was really, really struggling with that I've recently realized and I think is going to be the topic of one of my Instagram lives that I'm going to do coming up is... I launched this business and I went into this business knowing that it wasn't going to be a nine to five. Like I, I'm not I don't work for someone. I don't have a boss, et cetera. And I've had this really major, major issue of feeling guilty if I'm not sitting at my desk by 9 o'clock working. And then I take my lunches at like twelve to one and then I stop working around five unless I have to keep going. And I've created this job as a nine to five, and it's really put me into this small box. And I feel guilty, you know, for completing my morning routine and like going through my meditation and doing certain things that I really enjoy and then showering and getting ready, which in itself takes me an hour. And then I'm like, okay, well, it's 10 o'clock and I'm so behind and I'm starting late. And it makes me, again, going back to that sick thing, makes me feel lazy, even though I've been completely productive all morning. So, really coming to terms with that and like getting hard on myself about letting that go and reprogramming that belief that structure creating this new structure for myself being that i'm allowing structure to flow more easily and effortlessly being that i wake up and i ask myself this question what will feel intentional for me today and allowing things to be more ebb and flow throughout the day has really allowed me to take this inspired action being this podcast and being even more open and honest with you guys and honestly being more open and honest with myself. So that I think is really a, a really beautiful aspect because when you combine the structure and the mindset together, that, that is inspired action. That is where we get into the flow state. That's where we get downloads from the universe of new ideas, creative juices get flowing, etc. All of this beautiful stuff happens in this middle period. And then the last part of the Venn diagram is vision. And of course, you guys know what this is. This is your vision of the future. This is the reason you're doing the work today. And it's it's everything about the best life you want and what you want for yourself and who you wanna be. And I think that that is one of the most beautiful questions you can ask yourself. And I recently did a reel on this on Instagram And it is kind of the new strategy or methodology for my coaching being that we start with an overarching picture. Your vision is your overarching picture. It's your empowered future. It's thoughtful connection. It's your career prosperity. It's the connection between your past and future. It's your long-term dreams. It is your highest self. It is asking yourself the question, who am I right now and who do I want to be? When you start with that big picture, that is how you fill in the work that needs to be done in the structure and mindset hacking. When you look at yourself in the future and think five years down the line, who do you want to be? What is that version of yourself doing on a day to day? What are those habits that get you to that success? What is that daily routine that gets you to that success? What are the things you work on in your mindset that allow you to reprogram your limiting beliefs to get to that success? Everything you do today impacts your tomorrow. Every single thing, every decision that you make, every interaction that you have, every intentional choice that you make affects who you are going to be tomorrow. So when you start with this overarching picture of who am I right now and who do I want to be, you allow yourself to create a really expansive space to break down almost day by day what that version of yourself looks like. And that is where you sort of get this blueprint of the work that needs to be done to live more intentionally. And that's where then you and I would start with the restructuring and the mindset hacking. And then we take all of that work and we integrate that into your day-to-day life. That is the new intentional living description. (laughs) That is the new structure for the coaching You guys, I'm really excited about this. I feel, like I said a million times already in this podcast, I really have gone through a new death and rebirth process. And a part of that is, as I said, the business going through a death and rebirth because I am my business. Who I am defines what this business does. And it makes me really happy to see myself growing in this way, to know that I can I was able to admit things to myself that were a little difficult to admit and then not only just admit them, but say, okay, it's time to take action on these things. It's time to maybe change these parts of myself so that I can continue to grow. And of course, you know, in my life, I am the priority. I'm going to put myself first. And then as I grow, I'll see the business growing and I'll see myself reaching more people and affecting more lives and helping other women live intentionally and achieve those dreams. And that, for me, is the greatest work I can ever do. And you guys know this in this spiritual world, the conversation of you being your best self heals and helps the world. You being selfish and putting yourself first heals and helps the world. So by me doing this, I know that I'm going to have a greater impact on everyone who's listening to this and everyone who wants to live a more intentional life and wants to heal and wants to grow because I think that's all we're, all we're trying to do. I know it's cliche to say and I know that you know people kind of make fun of this term or this phrase, but we all just want to wake up and live our best life. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to wake up and live a fabulous life? And I'm realizing more and more that that is the only thing I will accept for myself is to wake up and fucking live fabulously. So if I want to get there, I have to continue with my intentional journey and I have to continue asking myself these harder questions so I can continue to grow. And you guys have to do the same thing. Ask yourself those tough questions. Ask yourself every single day when you wake up, what feels intentional for me today? What will feel good for me today? What do I need to heal? What do I need to grow? What do I need to change? What do I need to admit to myself, so that I can live intentionally? So I, I want to thank you guys for bearing with me on this podcast. I'm kind of nervous to go back and edit it because I know it's going to be a little jarring and a little chaotic. But you know what? It's uh, it's it's what we got for today. And um, as always, I so appreciate you guys joining me on this platform. I feel like we're reaching a new space of growth and I'm, I'm really excited about it. So if you're interested in learning more about the coaching program, you know where to find me on laurenlarue.com, find me on Instagram, wherever. And as always, I so appreciate you joining me here today. I love you all and I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.